one. And the bass just running, running, and 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 running, running. And we are off and running. KCOU 88.1 FM. This is Start Your Sunday. Sunday, November 21st, 2021. Harrison Vatnick here from Atlanta, Georgia. Jonathan Lidskin over Zoom from Chicago for the Spotify exclusive episode of Start Your Sunday. John, it's the first time we haven't watched college football all year. How much did you miss me today? I missed you a lot, Harry, especially when we, we missed the uh, late season Oregon collapse together. Yeah, it, it felt, felt very 2019-ish with the, the, what happened with Arizona State, and then it happened in Salt Lake again tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they do this every year at this point. But, but, you know, I think they'll beat Utah second time, and they'll, they'll have fun in the Rose Bowl again. So let's get to that game. Oregon, Utah. Probably the second most hyped up game of the day. We'll, we'll talk about Ohio State, Michigan State in a second. Utah came in as a three-point favorite. No one had really been high on Utah. This year. I picked them to win the Pac-12 preseason. They kind of fell apart over in the year. They had weird losses to what it was BYU and San Diego State, I believe. And people kind of gone off the radar on them. They've been very hot in the Pac-12 since. Oregon had the huge win of the Horseshoe Week 2. Stumbled against Stanford earlier in the year, had gained momentum since, had a good win last week against Washington State, moved up to number three in the cultural playoff polls. And just like, as I mentioned, seemed very 2019-ish, second to last game of the year, Oregon in playoff contention. They just have to take care of business, get to the Pac-12 championship, and then the playoff. And what do you know? Mario Cristobal, well, Mario Cristobal, he completely got outcoached by Kyle Whittingham. They had three special teams disasters. They had a blocked field goal. They had a field goal, which was just, I thought they should have gone for it on the fourth down. They missed it way wide to the right. And then they had a punt return on the last play of the half to make it 20 nothing. And it was basically the knockout punch in Salt Lake. Uh, Utah and Oregon are going to play again in the Pac-12 championship in two weeks. But Lit, I'll start with you on this. How, how did this happen to Oregon again? Well, you know, with Utah, it, it starts up front. I, I've said for years that this Kyle Whittingham-led team is the only team in the Pac-12 that can match up with Utah or would match up with Oregon up front. They have a very good O-line and a very good D-line, and that's consistent. They, they, they always have that. And so Oregon wasn't able to just line up and run the football like they normally do in the Pac-12. And because of that, they really didn't know where to go. It, it felt like I was watching, honestly, like Michigan-Ohio State, where, like, Ohio State stopped them running the ball on base downs, and Michigan just has no idea what to do. It, it, it felt like that, and it was just a complete mismatch from the start. U- Utah was very prepared. Oregon was, was not and had no real game plan for what to do if running the ball with Travis Dye didn't work, and they, they never adjusted. Utah just ran them out of Salt Lake and pretty much said goodbye playoff hopes, and we'll see you in – Las Vegas or whatever it is in two weeks for the Pac-12 yeah. championship. It felt the very the first two drives of the game when watching Oregon, it felt like they were trying to replica the, the how they played against Ohio State, and it just it doesn't work against a team like Utah. Utah is so stout up front; they have so many veterans on their in their front seven. They're well coached by Kyle Whittingham, and they tried using the same game plan they used the horseshoe. And it didn't work, and it didn't feel like that Joe Moorhead and Mario Cristobal had an answer to that. The first drive for Oregon, they went three and out. They started running with Travis Dye, then they started throwing twice and then Anthony Brown ran on third down and that was it. Then they had a good drive down the field. We talked about the block field goal from only 36 yards out. Cannon Lewis had been one of the best kickers in college football this year. And he missed two in the first half and it was over from there. They tried using the same game plan. It didn't work. 
And it's just, this is what happened with Cristobal. This is how they lost two years ago to Arizona State. And this is why he still hasn't made the playoffs in, in his reign at Utah. It's because he, I don't want to say he's ignorant to adjust, but it feels like when things go wrong with Oregon, it just keeps getting bad. They never have, I can't think of any game that Cristobal is coaching where they've, you know, taken a punch from the start and they've gotten up and punched back. It feels like every time they have a big win, they get up from the start. But I can't recall any big wins Oregon has had that they've really had to come from behind. It feels like this team can't really do that. Cristobal doesn't know how to answer a punch. Um, I'm going to make a comparison real quick. And th- this could go off as a little far-fetched. But Oregon in the Mario Cristobal era is Penn State with a weaker schedule. Th- that's pretty much what they are. They, they don't yeah. play Ohio State. They don't play Michigan every year. So – they run through the Pac-12. They get outcoached, outclassed in one game, and there goes their playoff hopes. And that's what happened once again tonight. Yeah, it was another disaster for Oregon. All the credit for Utah. Uh, their quarterback, Cameron Rising, a backup to start the year, 10 of 18, 178, didn't do that much. Tavion Thomas missed their game last week, ran for 95 yards and three scores today. Uh, there was their tight end, uh, uh, Brand Cuthie. Uh, yeah, he had a huge game five catches for 118 yards they had the big pump return touchdown as we mentioned it was just it was one of those games for utah so they're going to play again in two weeks in vegas for the pac-12 championship you said before the show you think oregon is going to win that game because it's hard to beat a team twice but after watching tonight how can i expect it's going to go any different how can i expect that chris was going to make the adjustments and then utah is not going to play the same way they played tonight i mean it, it's very simple like i'll make the comparison that i made it to you before the show georgia and 2017 it was got absolutely boat raced on the planes by Auburn a good, a good Auburn team that is yeah. they lose I think it was 40 to 14 or something like that Georgia comes back plays them 40 a month 14. later yeah uh, they play them a month later in the SEC championship game and it's completely reversed I, I still think Oregon's the more talented team the one team will go back to the drawing board to say what went wrong they'll, they'll come out with a better game plan better prepared and Utah really doesn't have to change anything based off this, this game. They played absolutely phenomenal. So but we'll see if Kyle Whittingham is able to adjust, but I think Oregon jumps on them early in, t- in two weeks in the Pac-12 championship, and Utah could be playing from behind. If if Oregon wins that game, it feels like it could be a, a huge what could have been if they would have you know gotten a faster start tonight. If this kind of felt a little like revenge-ish from Utah because they lost that Pac-12 championship game in 2019. Uh, let's move over to the team that Ohio State or the team that Oregon beat earlier in the year, Ohio State. 19-point favorites against Michigan State. We were both questioning the line. We both rode Michigan State. We're both wrong within minutes of the game. This Ohio State team, Liddy, looks like the second-best team in college right now outside of the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. How how they won what today 49-7, 56-7, something crazy yeah, like that. A blowout win over Michigan State. Kenneth Walker, his highs and hopes look diminished. I'm not sure if he ran for more than 50 or 60 yards today. Yeah, CJ Stroud done. was what 32 of 35 over 400 yards, six touchdowns, no picks. Is Ohio State the that team? favorite now? Is Ohio State that team right now? Yeah, they are. They're the second best team in the country. It's pretty very clear. And today was more about matchup than anything else. It was Ohio State's deadly passing attack against one of the worst secondaries in all of college football. And Michigan State has kind of been able to hide that, even against good teams like Michigan. But they looked in in a different tier today. And Ohio State, they, they came out right away, and they knew Michigan State had a weakness, and they knew they could take advantage of it. 
Kenneth Ryan, Ryan Day had Kenneth a, Walker had six carries tonight today. They, they could never give it to him because they were playing from behind, and they they couldn't keep the ball. So it's they, they were they were going three and out. What felt like every possession, like the Ohio State was playing in a, in a different league today than Michigan State. The, the intrigue of Ohio State-Georgia national championship, championship kind of intrigues me. Can Georgia, like, match up? Those three receivers are three of the best receivers in college football. If you were to rank the top five receivers in college football right now, I'm not sure I wouldn't include those three in that list. Oh, with Olave, Wilson, and Smith, and the Jigbo, and then the backups they have with Fleming and Harrison and those other guys. And honestly, I, one of the other, honestly, one of the other receivers in that top five might, might be the guy at Bama that was, was at Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, Jameson Williams. He's – they had a couple big plays with a tie tonight. I, I think that this Ohio State team is by far the second best team in the country. And then the gap between two and three is enormous right now. Mm-hmm. And now they have the big one with Michigan next week. But why should I be led to believe that Michigan can go there and win? Michigan had a nice win tonight against Maryland. They played great on offense, defense, special teams, and they had a punt block. Defense had a pick six, offense key, McNamara moved the ball well. Why should I expect that game to go any different than it has for the last seven, eight years? I. Uh, don't believe there is a reason you should you should i'm completely with you there aside from the fact that ohio state looks like the second best team in the country right now and they look like they can win a national championship there there's really no reason to believe that michigan's on the same tier as them like there's just a bunch of things that you know can go wrong for michigan at any given moment in in a big game like that and I foresee all of them going wrong next week. I don't anticipate Michigan being able to run the football as easily as they've been able to all year. Cade McNamara is, I still think, a very good quarterback, but not not an elite quarterback that can go out and just kill them in the passing game. I think Ohio State's got the better coaching staff. I think they have much better offense, and I think they have a similar defense to, to Michigan, if not just as good. So. Michigan can match up with them much better than Michigan State did, but I don't see any reason that game's close next week. The only thing that scares me is the Michigan defensive line is a lot better than the Ohio State offense. I think well, the Michigan State, the Michigan State defensive line is nowhere close to the Michigan defensive line, and this is the best defensive line that Ohio State's going to face since the Oregon game with Aiden Hutchinson and that group. I think that and Oregon didn't even have Thibodeau in that game. Exactly. I, I like Ohio State next week. What do you think the line's going to be like? I think it's going to be around like seven and a half. Seven and a half? Like, I've seen that it's going to open at seven and a half. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that goes up like Like 10 after today. It's it's crazy. I don't, I can see this being Ohio State roll. It feels very 2019 ish with, I think, this Ohio State offense is just going to spread the field and completely tear them apart. I'm not even sure it's going to be much Hendrickson because Michigan's run defense, I know, is solid, but I think they're going to be able to throw at will. And, Ohio State looks like the second best team in the country. I think they can give Georgia a test if they somehow meet in Indianapolis. This kind of feels like the remember the LSU Ohio State title game we didn't get. Mm-hmm. It feels like we we're gonna get this Georgia Ohio State title game. It feels yeah. like we deserve. We kind of deserve it. And like I, I want to make the point before we move on. Michigan State beating Michigan was the fluke. biggest fluke of the year. I tweeted that after like halftime. Mm-hmm. Like I think the playoff you, you were right. The playoff committee did get that right, putting Michigan ahead of them. But Michigan or Ohio State, the winner of that game is going to win the Big Ten East and go to the uh, Big Ten Championship to face maybe the hottest team right now in the Big Ten. Wisconsin, it's what, six in a row for them right now? Yeah, and they've looked impressive in all six. Um, But Nope, seven. I think it's seven in a row now. Seven now. They they struggled early. They 
turned it on late. They had some impressive wins against Iowa, Purdue. Like, they look really good right now. I'm not sure they can even hang hang with Ohio State right now, but they're a good team. But, you know, Michigan, people are going to, like, go after Jim Harbaugh again when they lose next next week to Ohio State. He's about to win 10 games for the third time at Michigan, and he's going to probably go to a Rose Bowl this year. Yeah. Well, if we get the Chris Paul Harbaugh Rose Bowl, I think the world might implode. Yeah. Who wants to lose that game more? Yeah, probably. It's going to be a coaching disaster down at the Rose Bowl. Mm -hmm. I think with with Wisconsin – I, they had a huge game today. Uh, Braylon Smith went for over 200, ran for the winning touchdown, four minutes left to seal it. He, him at what, he's 17 years old right now, looks like the best running back in the Big Ten right now. Him and mm-hmm. Hendrickson are neck and neck, and he's going to be you know, a force in this league going forward. I yeah, think, Braylon he, I, think was, I don't think Ohio State is going to get through Wisconsin easily. I think no, this Wisconsin like, team is – like this could be 20 – like I've said this nine times in the show now. It could be very 2019-ish where Wisconsin is able to keep it close in the first half with them. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to have any doubt about Ohio State winning that game, but Wisconsin is playing well, and like you mentioned, Braylon Allen's probably one of the best running backs in the conference right now at 17 years old. He's probably the next great one at at Wisconsin, you'd think. He looks like he's very similar to Jonathan Taylor, a little more physical. Although you could have – and they're both from New Jersey, I believe. So – or sorry, that I think Jalen Berger is the one that's from New Jersey. Yeah, well, Berger but, doesn't even play anymore. Yeah, he was great in 2020, and I, I, I expect him honestly to transfer. But yeah, this Wisconsin team, like you mentioned, they they're playing at an elite level right now. They can give Ohio State a test, but I don't think I'm ever going to have any doubt in my mind that Ohio State will beat them to go to the playoff. Let's let's talk Bama real fast before we get into Oklahoma State. Bama wasn't smooth sailing against Arkansas today. This game kind of reminded me of the the Bama Texas A&M game from 2013, where it was like, you never thought Bama was going to lose, but like they needed a lot to finish it off. Third 42, 35 win Bryce Young had, I think one of the great passing games in the history of the Alabama. I think he threw for like 560 yards, four or five touchdowns. They were all over the field. He, I think he's the Heisman favorite right now. If I were to bet on the Heisman, Bryce Young, I think still my pick. His exact numbers were 559, five touchdowns, no picks on 31 of 40 completions. And Brian Robinson went for 122 as well. 100 yards, 190 for Williams, 173 for Mechie. Uh, Ladu had 58 yards. Slade Bolden had 50 yards. This uh, Auburn team, or Alabama team, I should say, shown the passing attack, but the defense is still the flaw of this team. Yeah, B- Bama, P, like, listen, I don't understand one bit why Alabama's ranked number two in the playoff rankings. They'll, they'll fall this week. One. Um, I, I hope they fall this week, but – you know, you know, you look at this Bama team. It's just, it's just not one of Saban's better Bama teams. Like his defense is just absolutely atrocious at times. Not including the Texas A&M game that they lost. They've played three separate games this year in conference where their opponent has had the ball in the fourth quarter with a chance to take the lead. Who are the That's three? Florida, Florida, LSU, and now Arkansas. Crazy. So the, this is not a good Bama team. I don't think they're gonna. Uh, even close to the level of Georgia. I think Georgia will boat race them in a couple weeks in, in Atlanta. And I hope Alabama enjoys the, the Sugar Bowl because that's where I think they're headed. Yeah, I just tweeted out like 10 seconds ago my college world playoff rankings. I have Alabama down to number three. I have Ohio State jumping them. Uh, I have Michigan at number four. We'll get into the full rankings in a little bit. I think Georgia is a lot. I think Georgia is like looking at Alabama and like ready to expose the weaknesses. I think that 
Kirby Smart, who had a dominating performance today against Georgia Southern. I was watching at a Georgia sports bar today. The UGA fans are, are feeling the national championship fever. I think they the, Kirby Smart and the UGA smell the blood in the water. I think they see the weaknesses in this Bama team and they're gonna go, they're gonna eat after them in, in two weeks from today in this very state. They're gonna they're gonna go eat them alive. They're gonna off defensively, Bama's gonna be look lost. Georgia's gonna spread the field, they're gonna run it with Cook and White and all that and all their backs and offensive line is playing so well. And Bennett is just going to be able to do enough, and the defense is going to get stops. And like, I think Georgia smells it, man. I think and Bama's offense, Bama's offense hasn't been exactly consistently Perfect. smooth either this year. They they've had their struggles. They score what twenty against uh, twenty LSU. against, and they didn't LSU, run the ball well. They, they had a game against they have a game against Florida where they don't score for what I think two quarters. If it, it felt like, but yeah, it, it's it's not as smooth as as you think. And although Bryce Young is probably going to finish either second or first in the, in the Heisman race. Like, they, they can't run the ball as effectively as they like to. And Jamison Williams and John Mechie against a good defense can be stopped. I think so also. I think that the Georgia corners can, can lock them down and keep that game. I have no reason to believe right now that Georgia will win that game. I have more confidence today than I did yesterday that Georgia will win that game two weeks from uh, today. Let's go to Big 12. Oklahoma State, they're up 23 nothing right now with five minutes left in their game against Texas Tech. If their defense holds on for the shutout, they would go back-to-back games without having a touchdown. In the Big 12, Texas Tech had one of the best offenses in the conference. They're five minutes away from being shut out for, I think, for the first time this season. This is a Texas Tech team that also beat Houston, who was a powerhouse in my mind earlier in the year. Uh, we'll talk about Cincinnati in a second. I just forgot about them. Oklahoma State, 10-1 and now. Bedlam next week. They're at home. This is what the defense has done in the last since the loss in Iowa State. Mm-hmm. 55-3 win against Kansas, 24-3 win against West Virginia, 17 points to TCU. Shut out today against Texas Tech. If they can finish this off. Best I'm right now, if I'm ranking defenses outside of Georgia, Oklahoma State might be next. Yeah, I'm honestly in agreement with you there. I was literally about to say exactly what you just said. Since since their loss to Iowa State, they've given up two touchdowns in, in four games. And those two touchdowns came in a fourth a fourth quarter of a game they were up fifty to nothing already in. Yeah. So, do do with that information what you will. Oklahoma State's for real. I do think they lose to Oklahoma next week and be and then beat them in the conference championship the following week. I don't think like, why should twice. I wouldn't be shocked one bit. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma's not good. I'm sorry. I watched that entire game against Iowa State today. They held. They needed a scoop and score to completely shift the momentum at the end of the half, and they held on for dear life at the end. Was it Steve Parker? Steven Parker down the sideline. No, I have no um, – Oklahoma State is going to lock down. I'm very confident I'm saying this. Oklahoma State is going to lock down Oklahoma next week. In in Stillwater, they haven't beaten them in what feels like a decade. It is going to be a show for the Sooner – for the Cowboys next Saturday. So just, Their defense just, is going to lock them down. Yeah, just to clear things up for people that don't know, the situation we have next week is if Baylor wins, Oklahoma has to win to get to the Big 12. Who does, who does Baylor play? I believe Texas Tech. I'm not a thousand. Yeah, they play Texas Tech. Okay, that game's in Waco, right? Yes. Okay. So they're, they're going to handle Baylor one. I like Baylor. Baylor. Baylor's very good. But, yeah, like, I I just have a gut. It's a, I have no explanation for this. It's just a gut feeling yeah. that Oklahoma beats them this, next week. Can we, let's go to the Oklahoma State theory. In 2011, Oklahoma State was undefeated. Then they go to Iowa State and lose a heartbreaker. This year, Oklahoma State goes undefeated, goes into Iowa State, 
loses the heartbreaker in the middle of October. That game had no relevancy whatsoever. Then they run the table and they play Oklahoma in the last game of the year. In 2011, in 2011, they blew them out. 2021, maybe they blow them out and then they get Baylor in the Big 12 title. Oklahoma State didn't have a Big 12 title in 2011. They get their chance here, they win. Maybe they're playing Bama. Maybe they're playing Georgia. This is what Mike Gundy preached for. This is the reason we have a 14 playoff. Maybe Oklahoma State has a date with destiny. Is it impossible to say that this team can make the playoff? It's not impossible. They just need some help. It, like We are setting up for one way or another one of the best playoff debates for the fourth ever. spot that we've ever had, and at least since 2017. You have the potential for the first three spots to be locked up. Georgia, Ohio State, Cincinnati. If Georgia beats Bama, let's say it's close for the purposes of this scenario, you have a two-loss Bama team that played the best defense in the college football playoff era really well. They played them really close. You then have an Oklahoma State team that went 12-1, and lost one game in conference, and beats Oklahoma twice to win the Big 12 championship. That's a one-loss Power 5 champ. And then you have an 11-1 Notre Dame team whose only loss – is to the number three team in the country who went undefeated. Yep. That's a, that's a real tough scenario. It's there. We have two remaining teams. I just updated the list. Two remaining teams on the survivor teams list. A list oh. we've been updating since the beginning of the year. You know the two teams left are? Oklahoma State. Yep. And is it OU? Oklahoma State and Oklahoma are the two remaining teams in the survivor team list. Okay. The winner of the game next week is the final survivor. The team that we will print out and put on our with the official list because if they go into the last week of the season as a survivor team, you're considered a survivor team. Mm-hmm. They've survived the season. The winner so, of OU Oklahoma State next week is the 2021 survivor team. So, so just for scenario purposes, if you think Oklahoma State's playoff playoff hopes are alive right now, right? Alive and well. So, what about Oklahoma if they were to beat Oklahoma State twice? They would need a lot of help. They're what 13 in the rankings right now. They would need a steep amount of help. They need to beat Oklahoma State twice, mm-hmm. and they would need a lot they need of. Bama to lose badly. Them. Yeah, they're, they're, they would need. And and it doesn't feel like that team could like be impressive enough to jump Notre Dame either. Is Notre Dame at Stanford next week, or is that game in South Bend? I believe it's in South Bend because they played USC on the road earlier this year. No, it's it's in Palo Alto. Oh. I'm not saying Notre Dame's going to lose that game. No, but that'll get, that game will be closer than people think. Stanford, look, they've played really poorly the last – oh, my God. Lydia, you know the last time Stanford won a game? Oregon? Yep. Wow. It's going to be almost two months since Stanford's won a game. They, they lost, lost by... 41 to 11 to Cal tonight at home. Wait, wait to send off the seniors. <laughs> Yeah, um, maybe okay. Let's just refrain from when I said that Notre no, Dame. No, 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 loses. but you're not far, far off with your thinking. Remember, in 2018, Notre 20, Dame was 11 and 0, went to you, went to USC, it was a one by seven fight to get to 12 and 0 and go to the playoffs. This could that could be very similar. Yeah. I think Stanford will, will let them hang around or Notre Dame will let them hang around a little. No, um, Notre Dame playing that game close against USC in 2018 was a feast for the people that didn't think Notre Dame was good enough to be in the playoffs. Yeah, well, they scored a whole a whopping three points against Clemson. Yeah, and then Clemson's players came out and said Notre Dame was their toughest game of the year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did anything happen to the American today? Um, Cincinnati may have been back. 
They, they might be back. I, I was wrong. I picked SMU to win today. What, what, what it doesn't get you. It's what, not going to sell me for Big East Carolina next Friday. Let's oh, go Pirates. Oh, I'm fully aware. But, like, what did I tell you three weeks ago? They were bored. Yeah. They, they're doing they the woke, same thing that Clemson woke up. did two years ago. Yeah, like, good for them. Well, Clemson also won a national championship before that. Cincinnati won their national team, championship against Notre Dame. This SMU team was having a – was. This SMU team was the fifth-ranked scoring offense in the country. They were averaging 40 points yeah, a game. Yeah, and they, Cincinnati, they didn't do Cincinnati didn't let them score for three quarters. Yeah, no, Cincinnati, they, they, might, be, they might be back. I may have been wrong, a little wrong about them. Listen, I'm not saying – I want to admit when I'm wrong. I may have been wrong about Cincinnati. I'm not going to go out on a limb and say they're just as good as Georgia or just as good as Ohio State, but – You think they're better than Michigan? After today, after today, you can't tell me they can't compete with teams like Alabama, teams like Michigan, teams like, like Notre Dame they already beat. Notre Dame's – can end up being right there. So how's Notre Dame gonna get in? Like, how the hell are we gonna let them do this? I don't know. It's supposed to be a down year for them, dude. Jack Cone's about to go to the playoffs <laughs> again. Oh my god, we're gonna get a Jack yeah, Cone again. You remember when Florida State almost beat them in August? Yeah, Actually, that'll take me to my next point. We are getting one of the great games next week in Gainesville. Florida State going to Gainesville for a trip to a bowl game on the line, and Dan Mullen's occupancy might be. At fate, it shouldn't. This be, is but it's everything I can be. What do you think is going to happen? It, it shouldn't. It's his occupancy shouldn't be at fate, but it, it's going to be. What if I told you they could replace him with another coach with multiple near six wins? You're, is it far Urban Meyer theory is interesting, but Urban Meyer to the to the University of Florida. Tell me he wouldn't leave Jacksonville. If you want to predict what Urban Meyer is going to do, go ahead and be my guest. Oklahoma State shut out Texas Tech. Didn't he have some sort of scandal there last time? He had a scandal everywhere, Liddy. That's probably had scandals at Bowling Green. It's, it's hard. It's hard. It's neither Bowling nor Green. To be fair, it's pretty easy to have a scandal at Utah. Yeah, well, for multiple reasons. It's a different. It's a different story, John. Uh, Florida, Florida State next week for a bowl game. I'll be there. It's going to be electric. They, they have, that game hasn't been important since like Florida State in 2014. It was like trying to lose every team they played on their schedule, and Florida almost beat them. Florida's going to win. All all bias aside, Florida's going to win. No, yeah, Florida's going to – like, yeah. how do I know this? They, they're not good. Maybe it, it, feels, this, it, it just feels like a game Florida State's going to lose. What if Florida State wins and, like, plays Missouri in the Gasparilla Bowl? Well, I, I will be the biggest Missouri fan on this planet. Really? That's uh, it's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It should be a, should be a fun one. be a very depressing uh, bowl game, though, to say the least. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be impressed if Missouri won that game regardless. Um, what else we got in college football today before we go to rankings? We got Clemson, big win against Wake Forest. Wake Forest ranked. hopes out the window. Yeah, wasn't really impressed by the way that Wake Forest played today. Their defense. In, in all seriousness, if Wake Forest loses to BC next week, Clemson go, go, goes to the ACC championship. Wait, what? Wait, yeah. say that again? If Wake Forest loses to BC oh next God. week, Clemson goes Boston to the Boston College lost to Florida State today. No, Wake Forest won that game. Talk, no, talk, talk me into it. Clemson's going to play the New Year's Six game still. They're like not like they're playing like a top fifteen team in the country right now. Give me they've, they've turned it around. They're gonna be good next year. What what would be the best scenario for Clemson in a New Year's Six game? Like who do I want to see Clemson play in a New Year's? Ole six Miss. Game? No, I, I need someone. Play. I need someone who was like like imagine if they played OU in a New Year's Six game. Every that year was my national season. championship. Hey, you get you're gonna get them playing the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, do you want to do rankings in New Year's Six? Yeah. Oh, upset special. Liddy, I have officially taken a one-game lead on you. I have come my, back from the dead. Who's my pick today? You picked Baylor. Or who, Baylor you oh, picked, Kansas um, State to be Baylor. Kansas yeah. State. Did Baylor, like, score? Yeah, Baylor won. 
I think. 20 oh, sorry. To the 10. Kansas State score. Oh, they scored ten points. Twenty to ten. So I am seven and five now. I believe you're six and six. Yes. I was looking. Well, we don't really know until next week, so I guess we'll wait till next week to see the rankings. You can you can kind of like tell who's going to be ranked though. What What do you think you're going to have? Like, well, well, we know if a team's going to be not ranked or ranked. Like, like is there Clemson, is there a specific game you're already looking at? Like, we know Clemson's going to be ranked. Um, hold on. Syrac- Syracuse v Pitt is very intriguing. Syracuse with a trip to a bowl game on the line. I'm not going to decide mine right now. I'm going to oh, Mich- Penn State or Michigan State could be it. I'm oh, going to wait. Here, I'm going to wait. Oh, I was going to say Penn you could take yours if you want to take it. Uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take Penn State to be Michigan State, but I'm okay. very tempted to take BC to be Wake Forest just for the narrative. What about East Carolina to beat Cincinnati? Take it if you want. I mean, it's a Nebraska to beat Iowa, <laughs> dude. One of these weeks. bad next week. Trust me. Yeah, they should. They're, they're going. They're, trust me. They're, uh, they will give me give me your rankings. Okay, let me pull them up. You're you're gonna like this. Oh boy, what do you have? Florida State in here? Yeah, I do. Um. Oh. All right. Harry, there are seven contenders left. Eight if you include Oklahoma, but they're frauds, so I didn't rank them. Yeah. So I ranked the top seven this week. One, Georgia. Yeah. Two, Ohio State. Three, Cincinnati. Four, Notre Dame. Five, Alabama. You think Notre Dame is better than Alabama? They have just as good of a resume, and they're playing better football right now. Alabama's top ten. Five, Alabama. Six, Michigan. Seven, Oklahoma State. Alabama's a top 10 win. Okay. Georgia 1, Ohio State 2, Bama 3, Michigan 4, Cincinnati 5, Oklahoma State 6, Notre Dame 7, Baylor 8, Oklahoma 9, Ole Miss 10. You still have Cincinnati It's outside the playoff? Yeah, but like, like – I know it doesn't matter. Everything's going to, like, work itself out, but – Yeah, I think Michigan's better than Cincinnati right now. I'm impressed by the way Michigan plays. They lost a very fluky game to Michigan State. Um, Cincinnati had their second best win of the season today. Congrats. Beat SMU. Um, uh, Cincinnati beat a Tiger Viola brother. Or, sorry, Michigan beat a Tiger Viola brother. Yeah. Let's do New Year's Six. You want to do, you want to do like alternative? We, we, I say, yeah, we, we can switch. So what we're doing right now is we're just going to give our, what our New Year's Six matchups we think it's going to be, not based off this rankings, but like kind of a little domino effect. Yeah. So you want to, let's go in sequential order. Let's start with the Peach Bowl. Who do you got? Uh, Peach Bowl, I currently have Oklahoma. The Big 12 runner-up versus Pitt. I have ACC champion Pitt versus 10-2 and two Ole Miss. All right. Okay, first playoff game. Um, playoff should pro- will probably start with the Cotton Bowl because of the temperature in Miami. Yeah. You would, th- you would think they'd make that the night game. So right now in the Cotton Bowl, I have Ohio State versus Cincinnati. And I have the same. Orange Bowl. Would... Huh? Do I have, I'm guessing with the same Orange Bowl as well. Georgia versus Notre Dame. Yep. Should be a fun so, one for you to watch. Let's just think about that playoff right there. The state of Ohio going down to Dallas. Ohio State, guess the line, Ohio State, Cincinnati. Ohio State by Ohio State's a two-touchdown favorite. They will rock them. Georgia, um, Notre Dame. That's also a two-touchdown. Georgia, spread. Notre Dame play for the, what, third time in four years? Third and five. Yeah, they played in 2017 and 2019. Yeah, every um, it's, so they go through every other year. Yeah, that. That's that's intriguing. So is that also a two touchdown favorite? Yeah, probably. Then why are we trying to expand? That's what I was telling you earlier. Then what? Then what is expanding doing? I don't know. If we're having two games, a double touchdown spreads. Look at the average margin 
of the scores in the playoff game. It's not close. Both games, yeah, that, both, both games if, you, if you add up the scores of, of the seeds and the divide them by how many games they played, you get an average score of the one seed being the four seed by double digits every time and the two seed being the three seed by double digits every time. Like, I think one of these games could be close just because it's kind of been, that's been the year in college football where it's been a lot of unpredictable stuff has happened. Like maybe I'm, I'm fine with four because the four seeds won the national championship twice in the playoffs. Exactly. But we've had some, we've had so many good national championships. That's what my thing is. Like, why do I need to see like Georgia play like a two loss Michigan team in the quarterfinals? Like it's a waste like, of Georgia's time. Of that? That's a waste of time for Georgia. Well, what's the point of that? It's dumb. Um, what do we got for the Fiesta Bowl? Fiesta Bowl. That yeah, I got. I got. That'll start the day. That'll start the yeah, day. Yeah, that starts. That's day, scheduled right? to start the day. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fiesta Bowl. I have Ole Miss versus Baylor, and I was between Baylor and BYU for the last spot. I have. I think I have Oklahoma losing to. Oklahoma State, and then Oklahoma State beating Baylor. But I have Baylor versus BYU in the least watched Fiesta Bowl of all time. Yeah, honestly. Rose Bowl. Um, oh, my God, wait. Yeah, okay, never mind. I have Oregon versus Michigan. It's what, in I, which, what I think would be a great Rose Bowl. I have Utah-Michigan because Utah beats Baylor. Or because Utah beats Oregon again. Okay. And then uh, close it out the Sugar Bowl. Alabama-Oklahoma State. Alabama-Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that's it for college football. Anything else to add to that? No, but rivalry rivalry week will be fun, and then championship week will be even better. I'm excited for it. Let's run through some NFL stuff real fast. Let's just fly through some games. We'll spend a little more time on games than others. Uh, Ravens, Bears. Are we not getting Lamar tomorrow? It sounds kind of like his status is up in the air, right? Because they say that he is sick but not covid yeah, it's a weird situation, but you know the the Bears have Mac Mac and Allen Robinson out, so I'm not really concerned for the Ravens either way. I, I thought oh. the Bears would have a chance earlier this week in this game, but with the amount of injuries they have right now, they likely will not. I'm gonna say Lamar plays. I'm gonna take the Ravens low scoring 27-17. Checks out. Uh, actually, something a little on Thursday night's game. Patriots shot up the Falcons 25 nothing. I was there. Uh, defense forced like four or five turnovers. Falcons yep. offense can never get it going. Um, the Falcons were without a lot of weapons. Kyle Pitts was shut down mostly by Patriots Cup double teaming him with Kyle Duggar and JC Jackson. Yeah, Mac Jones 22 of 26, 207 yard touchdown pick. Ramondre Stevenson 70 rushing yards. Pat's defense looking really good. You think they're the second best team in the AFC? Yeah, right now? well, you know, since I've said that, they've allowed what seven points in two games. They're outscoring yeah. a seventeen opponents. straight scoreless possessions. They, they've outscored opponents like what fifty nine to like fifty nine seven since since I said they were the second best team in the AFC. They're a really good football team. More than that, what's forty five plus twenty five? Oh, they scored forty five against Cleveland. Against the yeah, Browns. I thought it was thirty seven. So it's seventy to seven. Yeah, wow. Um, but, yeah, I still think they're the second-best team in the AFC. They've done nothing to prove me otherwise. I wonder how they're going to do in the play- playoffs. With- they play Tennessee at home next week. They're going to be a field goal favorite. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. And I, I don't think Tennessee is like that all that. Like, I, I'm, I'm selling my Tennessee stock. I think they're better than – I think their Patriots right now are better than Buffalo. I think they're better than Baltimore. I think they're better than every team fighting for a wild-card spot right now. So – the only one I still have questions about if they're better than is Tennessee. 
Well, they still play Buffalo twice, and Buffalo plays the Colts tomorrow. We'll go to that game. Carson Wentz and the Colts have been playing better. Uh, it's a team on the rise. They have won, what, three in a row? They've, since the loss of the Titans, they beat the Jets. They beat Jacksonville. They had a big win in the 49ers a few weeks ago. So they've won four of the last five since the Ravens lost. Buffalo, terrible loss to Jacksonville, bounced back with a 45-17 win against the Jets. Buffalo, seven-point favorite win tomorrow against the Colts. So they get it done? No, Colts are going to win tomorrow. I, oh, told, you I, took told, I, told, I told you, me, you, me and you agreed, like, what was it, four or five weeks ago that the Colts were going to turn their season around and still make the yeah. playoffs? I'm still fully on that wagon. I think the Colts beat the Bills tomorrow in Buffalo. I agree. They lost a split game last year in the playoffs close. I think they have an upgraded quarterback. Wentz has been playing a lot better. Uh, I'm not sure anyone in the Bills is going to be able to guard Pittman. I know Trey White's a great corner, but he doesn't have the size that Pittman does. Jonathan Taylor will be able to run the ball. Uh, Josh Allen's going to commit some dumb, dumb turnovers. And the Bills Frank are still one-dimensional offense. Frank Reich will outcoach Sean McDermott tomorrow. Colts win a really close game, like 23-20. I think it's going to be a little cool out there in Buffalo. Uh, Colts will get it done on the run. Buffalo won't be able to. Uh, big win for Indianapolis. They're going to go to 6-5. and five. New England Patriots will go to first place in the AFC East. Yes, sir. Lions at Bear, Lions at Browns. Blah. Tim Boyle starting at quarterback. I mean, his biggest career accomplishment is that he backed up Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, now he gets a start against Cleveland. Yeah, Brown, Browns, uh, back, Browns bounce back next week. Yeah, the Browns, tomorrow, 27 to 7. I don't know. Are the Browns, like, going to make the playoffs? They're 5-5 five and five right now. They're in a roller coaster. Uh, I still win, think they are. Bad I, loss. I still, big win, bad loss. I still think they finished with a better record than Pittsburgh. Yeah, that could be. Uh, Texans at Titans, maybe a little look-ahead game for Tennessee. Uh, maybe, but the Texans are still really bad. Tyrod starting a quarterback again. Titan, Texans have beat Jackson week one, haven't won since. Very similar to what Jacksonville did last year, and they beat the Colts week one and then lost every game the rest of the way. Yeah, I, th- I think the Titans pro- probably roll, roll them tomorrow. Yep, I'll take Tennessee. Packers at Vikings. I think this will be a good one. Yeah, it is. Um, is, it, is it weird that I think the Packers are going to win tomorrow and then the Vikings are going to win in Green Bay? Yeah. It, like, the, the Vikings seem to have the Packers number, oddly. They're the one team in the division that can compete with them every single year. Yeah. And, but I'll, t- I'll take the Packers close tomorrow. I'll go 30-27 Green Bay. I'll take the Vikings in an upset. I think they're going to be able to run the ball well. No Aaron Jones for Green Bay. Uh, I know Dylan's been able to play well, but I, Green Bay, I didn't even look that good against Seattle last week. They had a shutout win, but I wasn't really impressed by their offense. Uh, Minnesota's getting healthier on defense. Anthony Barr back. Uh, Michael Pierce back. And Harrison Smith, I think, will – come back and play and the Vikings are kind of due to win one of these games and they get a last second field goal win at home 33 to 31 uh Kirk makes some big plays Rogers commits a turnover he, Vikings will force stops uh they get the five and five and give hope to their fans for the time being mm-hmm. yeah I don't, I don't think this Packers team is as good as they were last year but I still think they're probably the second best team in the AFC right now Dolphins, Jets, NFC, give me a winner. NFC, excuse me. Dolphins, Jets, give me a winner. Uh, I'll take the Dolphins. Yeah, I'll go Dolphins, kind of close. Uh, Saints at Eagles. I'm talking myself into Philadelphia making the playoffs. I think – I know the Saints have a major coaching mismatch, but they got to go up up north tomorrow on the road. The Eagles are playing pretty well. I'm, I really like Jalen Hurts, and I know the yeah. Eagles roster isn't all that good, but – I'm talking myself into them making the playoffs with the week schedule they have the rest of the year. So I'll take the Eagles. I know you're talking to making the playoffs. You know what you should be talking themselves into? Who? You should be talking yourself into the Eagles winning eight games. 
Do you know why is that? I'm about to, I have to go find the tweet and I'm going to make you read it out loud. And you're going to say, oh my God. So okay. just hold on a quick second. Wait, Wait what was the bad? No, no, I'm just going to pull it up on the screen and make you read it. Okay. Well, in the time being, give me the best thing you ate today, Liddy. Oh, what did I? The, I had Portillo's today. So How was that? Chicago based, kind of not really chain, but I guess chain. It's just like a very Chicago place. I had an Italian beef sandwich, fries, and a chocolate cake shake. It was excellent. I, I had a great uh, pizza from this place in Atlanta. The best pizza thing I've ever had in my life. Where is this stupid tweet? Uh, it was great margarita pizza. My sister and I ate it. I got some ice cream after. I haven't need to finish my ice cream after the show. Where is this tweet? Oh my God. I am bugging myself out with this tweet. I have to go kind of probably search and find it myself. I know I had a screenshot of it somewhere. Um, let's Liddy talk about 49ers Jaguars in the time being. Give me all your thoughts on that team. Oh boy, this is going to be a mess. I think I don't know <laughs> if the 49ers exactly turned it around Monday night with their win against the Rams, but they certainly looked good. And I will I will say that. Looking good is the opposite of what Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars have won this year. Your boy, Urban Meyer, apparently has checked out on his way to Gainesville to coach Florida. Imagine. Um, so, yeah, I'll take Kyle Shanahan coaching for his, jo- his job still. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers to go on the road and get that win. Why can't I find – I know this tweet exists, but – Who's whatever. it from? It's from our, our colleague, Jake Circus. And I took a screenshot of the tweet as well. And I need to find it. And it's really what, bothering me. What is it me. from? It's, I think it's from like March. I know I have a picture of it because I saw it recently. I'm like, wait a second. Why have I not acknowledged this? I think if the 49ers win this game, uh, 27 to 24, it'll be close. Uh, I don't entirely touch that team. Uh, speaking of Jake, what are your thoughts on Bengals Raiders? Um, I'm really not sold on the Raiders. And never, never really was. I mean, why would you be? It's it's not that like I think the Bengals are like the world's greatest, but I think they go into Vegas and get a, get a win tomorrow over a Raiders team that I really don't know who they're playing at multiple positions now. It it seems like at wide receiver and cornerback they they really don't have anyone playing. So I'll, I'll take I, the Bengals big game, big game for Jamar Chase. There's been a lot of noise about Mac Jones win, winning Rookie of the Year he, as he should. He's, it he's always gonna, the best quarterback. Jamar's going to remind remind everyone tomorrow who the real Rookie of the Year is. No, I, I think Mac Jones should be the rookie of the year. He, he's, I think he's been doing more. I think he is kind of yeah, in a better Jamar, spot. Jamar Chase is going to break Jefferson's record, but, you, you know, sure. Well, like game, Mac, game manager but, in New England should win rookie of the year. No, I'm, I'm joking. I, Chase has been better for the Bengals. I'm still looking for this tweet, and it's still pissing me off. I, I'll go. I'll even say that, like, Mac Jones is, like, the thir- third best candidate for rookie of the year right now. Who do who'd you have ahead? Kyle Pitts. He's third in receiving among tight ends. Oh, Kyle Pitts. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I, I still sorry. can't find the tweet. They, I know they got shut shut out last week uh, on Thursday, and he didn't play very well. But, I think he deleted you know, the was, tweet. Also, I was I was, t- I was told by a, a lot of people that Matt Ryan was apparently good. So now, now back to back weeks where he's gotten benched because they were getting blown out late, and then he gets shut out. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I will take. What are we talking about? <laughs> I'll take the Bengals win. Uh, Washington, Carolina. I picked Carolina last week. Washington. Now everyone's on Carolina. I'm on Washington. Cam Newton's not where the Carolina's not putting that performance together back to back weeks. I got somebody in my Twitter feed the other day that was like yelling at me for ranking Cam Newton as the 27th best quarterback in the league. It's like he got released last year. You're like, I don't know what year. you expect out of me. I am in agreement with you. I think Washington's going to win tomorrow. 
I don't get the lot. Like, I don't get why everyone's on Carolina because they had a good performance against Arizona in the second half. No, everyone's like, on. Everyone is on Carolina because Cam scored uh, two. It's it's a narrative thing. He scored two touchdowns on like two plays. Like let's one hundred percent narrative driven. And if I'm being frank with you, as someone you and you can confirm this as someone who watched Cam Newton for seven games, it, like, it was bad. He's not very good. It, it was ugly. Uh, Chiefs Cowboys game of the year question mark. Uh Potentially, and I actually kind of think the Chiefs might roll them. Oh, I, I'm all over Kansas City minus two and a half. I think the Chiefs are back. I'm I'm fully on that wagon. I am and also. They're, I think they're the second best team in the AFC right now. You know, Dallas is a really good team, and it should be competitive in theory, but the Chiefs still have something to prove, and Dallas does not. So No, I know Amari Cooper also. Yeah, I, I think this, this one could get out of hand. Yeah, I'll go with... Kansas City by two touchdowns, 38-24. Yeah. Cardinal Seahawks, give me a winner. This strangely feels like a game that Seattle wins. I agree. I'm, I'm taking Seattle on this one. I will too. I'll take Seattle by a field goal. Uh, Monday night – or sorry, Sunday night, Steelers at Chargers. I think Ben's playing – I don't know who else for Pittsburgh is. Pittsburgh's a mess. Uh, um, They're so broken right now. This is a rematch of Sunday night from two years ago. One of, one of the worst games I've ever watched. If yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I watched that game. Um. I was actually in a hotel in Columbia visiting the school. So uh, I I was – yeah, that's how I remember that game. But, yeah, uh, I'll take Justin Herbert and the Chargers tomorrow to get them to 6-4. and I still have a friend with Tweed. I'll just read it to you. Jake Circus, I'll find it eventually. He said, if Jalen Hurts wins eight games, I will take a bath in Skyline Chili. Oh, my God. I can't find the tweet, but I know it exists. That's good. I will find it. And I will – no, I think he deleted deleted it. But they can get it. Oh, Monday Night Football Bucks Giants. I'll be there. Uh, uh, do the Bucks bounce back? You're gonna win as a blowout. The Bucks will bounce. Good. Bounce I have Bucks are the last half, half of my teaser. I need Tampa to cover for. By the way, dude, go look at the Eagles' schedule the rest of the season. They're winning. Are they five and six right now? They're four and six. But they're next. Let me read you the rest of their schedule. They get the Saints at home. Then they get at at the Giants, at the Jets, Washington at home, the Giants at home, at Washington, and then the Cowboys to finish the season. And the Cowboys. Could potentially be resting starters. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think like right this team is going to make the playoffs. Uh, I don't have a four downs. I don't think you do I don't either. either. Uh, like, how do you want to end it? Fantasy lineup. Like, break out. Let's do breakout player. Give me, give me one for tomorrow. Um, I will go. I'll, I'll stick with the the Eagles and go Jalen Hurts tomorrow. I will go. Or so we're, we're doing a quarterback theme this week. Uh, if you want, I'll go quarterback theme. Uh, but I don't want to do the obvious one. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, breakout game, four hundred yards. Actually, that seems like a lot. Three fifty. Vikings Packers is gonna be really fun. I, I'll be watching in a car to Tampa. All right, anything else to add? Go Bearcats. Go Cincy. Well, and go Gator. Week, and go Gators next week. Next week I'll be in, well, I'll be recording this show from Gainesville. I don't know if it's gonna be a Sunday morning or a Saturday night or. I don't know where else, what's the situation to look like, but I'll be on Saturday night because I do not know what time I'm leaving Sunday morning. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'll, I'll just be impressed if Florida State can pull off the upside next week in, Florida, <laughs> in, in Gainesville. The jokes are off the rails. All right. Have a good, have a good Sunday, everybody. Start your Sunday. We'll be back next week. I'll uh, see you.